Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's episode is blessed with the presence of Kathy O'Donnell. Not only is she my aunt, but one of my favorite guests here on Bravo Happy Hour. Welcome back to the show. Hey, hi, Meg. Oh, I'm so happy to be back. It's been How a really you? long time, and I just realized the last time we recorded together, we were in studio in Manhattan, and then we went to Keen's Steakhouse after. Oh, yes. That was a, that was a wild ride. That was a what? I mean, that night I was like making eyes with this guy at the bar, oh. and you were like, "He's into you." I'm like, "You think?" <laughs> like, he, he he may have been the handsomest man I've ever seen in my life. He was so debonair. Like, de- dare I say it? Like, I don't think I've ever described a man that way. He was in like a three piece suit. Oh. Like, just he could tell he smelled good from like oh. seven seats away at the bar. So yeah, well, we were making. He end up sitting next to us. Yeah, and by that yeah. point, we had a few in us, and yeah. at Keen's, they give you <laughs> a, a notepad and a pen at your table as if you're going to, like, oh, draw yes. caricatures of one another, and you started writing these, like, sexy love notes, yes. and then making me pass them to him as if, like, I could ever be so eloquent. <laughs> that sounds exactly like me. <laughs> we started talking to him and it was really fun and then like whatever we (laughs) left and then like the next day he texted me he was like you're so beautiful and I really liked hanging out with you but I'm married he looked like a young Denzel Washington even handsomer yeah I I mean he was really sexy I mean and I don't even think he was American then like when he gave me his business card it was for some like Bermuda tourism company I'm like who are you? Oh man, yeah. Eating alone at Keen's. Oh, sexy. I forgot. If he wasn't married, yeah, we'd be planning your wedding to him now. I mean, he was definitely like pushing forty-five, but black don't crack. He looked, <laughs> he looked young. I, yeah, I, he was, he was so hot. Uh, 
Yeah, you guys, if you're listening and you're in the tri-state area, be sure to go to Keen's Steakhouse when the world opens back up again. Exactly. I, I think it is my favorite steak in Manhattan. West 36th Street. I love it so much. I miss <sighs> it so much. Me too. Well, jumping right into the show, because I have a banana bread in the oven that needs to come out in 53 minutes, so this is going to be a short and sweet one. I know, I'm really excited about this banana bread. I don't like bananas, but I like banana bread. Oh, who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) So, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City filmed their first reunion this past Thursday, and we're going to do a little fashion police. There's nothing I love more than dissecting fashion choices on... Bravo shows, especially because, again, after, what, 16, 17 years of reunions? Oh, my goodness. They just can't get it. They don't no. get it. I mean, it, it takes a while to get it. Uh, the first year is always horrific when they go back and show you <laughs> what they wore. I did see a picture of the dresses, and honestly, the only one I would ever wear is the one Jen had on. See, Jen's was a little too pageanty. I feel like they're all going to prom. And I know that's like the Giovanni thing of Luann dressing like this, but I feel like you can wear like a cute cocktail dress and have it be a little less formal and like you're in a pageant. Well, they're also competitive. And yeah, I honestly... I thought they were all pretty gross. Um, we first start with Heather. She's wearing like a long sleeve beige dress, fully embellished. It's not doing anything for her figure. And I like a woman with a figure, but I also think dressing for your body is important, especially when you're going to be sitting all day. I think Katie Maloney Schwartz has been victim to that. She's a beautiful <laughs> body, but it's one of those things where... I don't like it at all. I, I think it's just, it's over the top. It's too much. Um, the fur, I don't know. Not my oh, no, kids. that one's Mary. Oh, that's, yeah, that's Mary with the fur collar, which I guess will go to Mary. Where she's wearing like a marigold floor-length sequin dress covering every inch of her body. And I wonder, is this a Mormon thing where they can't show any skin? Because the full sleeves on all of these dresses are a little much. You know, maybe it is, but, you know, there there is a bit of cleavage in this, in this photo as well. <laughs> Yeah, we have Whitney showing a lot of cleavage in this Christmas r- crimson dress. Sequence on the top, and I would say like a satin on the bottom, which is nice. But again, I feel like a doll would be wearing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not into these dresses at all. I, I, you know what it is, too? I don't know these women well enough either. Because, it, you know, with, with some of the other franchises, you, you're so used to their style. You know, like you mentioned Luann earlier, and you expect a certain way of dressing from a Ramona. So these women- (laughs) Ramona Blue. Exactly. I think I really need to get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, before you can really judge their outfits. I mean, I I would have to say the worst dress I think I've ever seen is Meredith Marks wearing this like tuxedo dress in this color that- (laughs) <laughs> is like a mustard yellow. Oh, it is bad. Yeah, that's she's horrible. very, very fashionable. The whole season, she's been like very, very chic. Her son is a quote-unquote clothing designer, but really just has like a tracksuit brand, which, <laughs> oh my God, that is just so bad. Honestly, yeah, that that is probably the worst dress I've ever seen. I was reading, I wasn't reading, I saw something on Instagram when they were like ranking the dresses and this Instagram account ranked that the best. 
And so I had to no. unfollow them. I had to unfollow them. I don't trust the judgment of no. anybody who would think that. Abs- absolutely not. No, that, that, that dress is uh, horrific. It, it her hair looks, looks good. Like, yeah, her hair looks great. Um, it, it almost looks like a parody. Yeah. You know, it's like some, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. You'd see Tina Fey coming out in that outfit, making fun of her. It seems like uh, when the Met Gala did like their camp theme, where it was like campy, like funny, kitschy, not high fashion. No. Not at all. But again, you know, I'm still on the fence. This is Salt Lake City. It it doesn't really seem like a place I would even want to visit, let alone live. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Salt Lake City people. I would go to visit, but yeah, I don't know how much I would want to live there, especially because of all of like the Mormon shaming and how religion is such an integral part of their culture and society. Like here in New York, who gives a fuck what your religion is? Exactly. No one cares. A a lot of this too is, uh, I'm sure it's phony as hell. Yeah, that's very, Um, very true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll, we'll see more as the seasons progress, but right now I'm like, eh. It's, it's not my favorite franchise. The numbers for the season are doing pretty okay. They're actually doing better than Dallas, which we'll jump into shortly. But it's doing better than Dallas still, which is shocking, considering Dallas is on, I believe, season five, and this is just season one. So yeah, yeah. I'm hoping by next season, once people have some time to like binge it and really kind of sit with the show, I'm doing like a salt lake city recap for the whole season in a couple weeks and so i'm gonna actually be able to like sit down and like rewatch all whatever 13 episodes to really like right. see who i like well who am i thinking is a phony biatch like all of that yes i'm definitely gonna have to binge it too because i i know there were some scenes where i was laughing out loud and <laughs> i was doing something else at the time so i wasn't really fully focused so I will say Lisa's dress is that like rose gold silky satin one and I actually like that one and I think her hair looks really good and she's the outfit MVP for me. Yeah she she actually looks really good but you know she's got that figure also she could probably wear anything. And she's got that fake tan she's like four shades darker than the women and two are women of color so that's, yeah <laughs> that's, that's always yes. a telltale sign <laughs> yeah, that, that speaks volumes i would i would agree with that meg <laughs> well i'm excited to see this reunion andy said that they filmed until 9 p.m and heather claims that she won the reunion and she was able to bring the receipts out about her fight with Lisa. But honestly, I don't care. Like, Heather being butthurt that Lisa didn't remember her from college, like, that's never going to change. If you don't remember someone, you don't remember someone. Period. Maybe you can remember their their being, their physical being at a party near you, but it doesn't mean you're going to, like, remember the shit they said, especially, like, 20 years after college. I actively have tried to forget people I went to college with. (laughs) I, I actually don't even remember college, so um, you're ahead of me on that one. <laughs> well, this week we also were blessed with the Real Housewives of New Jersey season 11 trailer. The new uh, season's coming out February 17th, which is like a belated Valentine's Day present to Bravo viewers, which <laughs> I really appreciate. I can't wait because I thought last season was the best. It was so funny. It was so good. It was so good. And last season we had the hair pull heard around the world with Danielle and Margaret. And I'm glad that 
obviously I'm like don't condone violence in any way shape or form of course but the fact that there was an act that got Danielle off the television huge huge for the series (laughs) so Danielle's off we have one other friend of coming on who I think her name is Michelle she's gonna be a little friend of but we have all the main cast members and they tease the season that someone is cheating on someone they don't tell you yes who it is yes but they leave some clues obviously Melissa and Joe are kind of number one targets I can't imagine cheating I, I I don't know they just always seem to be so in love yeah I don't really think they would cheat because yeah they always seem in love they're really really into each other they have been for years you could tell how like sexually attracted they are to each other and also both of them have like never let themselves go for a second so it's not like the way they look has ever changed of course like you know things can get vanilla in the bedroom but I don't know Joe seems like a like a horny you know 13 year old boy like perpetually so I feel like that might not never never change but we also kind of see that Teresa is spearheading a lot of these rumors saying like Joe is hooking up with girls when he goes to the gym and that Melissa had gone to a restaurant the night before on some cash trip and was texting the restaurant owner the whole day and then you see like a <laughs> like a flash cut of uh, Melissa texting like looking so giddy it's like she could, oh she could have been texting anyone like her kids you know what is Teresa is one of those people who I, I I don't even think she just I don't think she w- wishes people well. I, I I think she went through so much and it it wouldn't bother her to have some other people experience exactly what she experienced. I don't know. No, I think that's yeah, a, 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 a really stir. good way of looking think, at it. Yeah. I think she, I think she stirs the pot. Especially Joe and Melissa, you know, she's always had this like underlying jealousy towards Melissa because exactly. Joe Gorga you know, worked hard and, and quote unquote, made his money the right way, which <laughs> I'm still looking for some of those receipts. I don't know how much I believe <laughs> it, but. Uh, yeah, that, the, the jury's still out on that one. Yeah. Um, maybe it's Jackie. That would be heartbreaking because he is so sexy. It, it would be heartbreaking, but it wouldn't surprise me if Teresa tried to t- tear into that relationship. I mean, now that this is the first season that she's fully separated from Joe, she's probably going to start doing some meddling and putting her nose into relationships where it's not really her place. Like, we're for years. She was going through all the shit with Joe. She goes to prison. He goes to prison. She comes out, is dealing with life after prison. Mother dies. Father dies. And so... You know, I think this season she has time to actually focus on herself. She is in college. She has three young ones, but like, you know, they're all getting older, so it's not like exactly. And babies. those girls are, are pretty self sufficient <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Melania was like making scrambled eggs when she was like four years old. I remember one season. I'm like, what the hell is this kid doing with the stove on? <laughs> that kid kills me. She was just this foul mouthed, adorable little brat. Um, <sighs> I love her. She is. like such an icon and it sucks because so many bravo shows try to now like make their kids a thing they're like look how kooky jennifer aiden's kids are it's like those kids are just annoying (laughs) i I don't even get me started on those kids (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to say anything mean today oh (laughs) shocking (laughs) (laughs) and i I, so i can't talk about our kids 
Well, she was barely in the trailer at all. We do see her kind of wasted, and I think that might be some of the plot that they kind of put onto her. That she's drinking too much. There's one scene where she's trying to drink out of a water bottle and just like misses her mouth completely and gets all of the water on her chest. Which that's perfect. She her likes pass. her tequila, and honestly, I like her better when she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take my eyes off the woman. She's so insane. She turns into like a Tasmanian devil. It's she like really out. Here she comes. But it, it's the TV. It's the drama. <laughs> what is that one fight where someone was like, your lips look like a monkey's asshole. She goes, yeah, a monkey's asshole that you would suck. It's like, what? I know. What does that mean? That, that, was, that was Margaret who said the monkey's asshole. Margaret's the funniest. Yeah, she's, you know, she's really like, funny. I never forget when she goes, oh, by the way, your husband's in the pool. <laughs> I I don't know. There was just nothing funnier than that. I'm glad Danielle's not coming back, though. I, I just can't stand her. Yeah, definitely have no room for Danielle in, in my 2021 um, no. viewing. No. Well, yeah, we do see a little bit of Marge yelling at Joe about something, which <laughs> they kind of said in the beginning. They were like, sometimes relationships aren't what they seem. And then they see, like... <laughs> yeah, really? Um, then they show, like, a video of, like, Margaret yelling at Joseph about something. So I think they're trying to say trouble in paradise, yeah with them but i don't believe it i think they're ride or die with each other they both like gave up so much in their own lives to be one another totally agree well we have a tales from the crypt person siggy flicker who is one of the worst people who were was ever on bravo if not the worst person just ever i cannot stand that ugly stupid woman i thought you were gonna be nice on this show I mean, you could edit that out if you want. <laughs> no, no, that's saying it. That's most definitely. I, yeah. If you didn't say it, I was going to say it. Oh, so she course. is a huge trumpet, just ignorant fool. And obviously, if you live under a rock, uh, you may not have known that there was a siege on the Capitol building a couple weeks ago. And now the FBI has been using social media to track down the people who were actually in the Capitol building. And there was a freeze frame of someone's footage where the person looked exactly like Ziggy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And so someone, like, tweeted at the FBI saying, (laughs) hey, FBI, this is Ziggy Flicker. She was a one-season wonder on (laughs) Jersey Housewives. Oh, my God. Like, you need to look into this. And That is funny. It wasn't her. And then she also posted another thing where it was on an airplane. And I guess, like, everybody, like, who was leaving the Capitol or going to the Capitol were were singing, like, God Bless America or something. Like, on an airplane. Like, besides, like, what's going on in the world, nice song, great song, don't want to hate on the song. You're on a flight. Shut the fuck up. Shut the we fuck are up. in a pandemic. Put Sit your the fuck mask down. on, you assholes. <laughs> they're, they're probably all on their way back to Florida in their favorite redneck bar. <laughs> right. But you know what? That woman doesn't look like Siggy. I mean, she's got long fake hair, but yeah. you know what? that could be any, any person on Bravo. <laughs> yeah. This woman is way too skinny. I don't Maybe remember if Siggy had like surgery or something like that, but she's probably. She she definitely um, is a lot oh. than this woman. 
Siggy is just so gross. I'm so glad Bravo completely cut ties with her. And they don't even try, because a lot of people who are on Bravo shows kind of creep back in. They make their way yeah. back on the show. Watch her happen yeah, like, live. You know, Camille Grammer is great, yeah. and she creeps back, and it's okay. <laughs> but Siggy is not harmless. She's insane. Yeah, and, like, her message is just so flawed. And exactly. do you remember when she, like, brought everybody to that, like, retreat where it was, like... <laughs> She was like, this is all about bettering yourself. And yes. did like a 45-minute diatribe on how if you want a better life, you have to be more like Siggy. Uh. And, and then Margaret started making fun of her. And Siggy was like, how dare you? I was made fun of in seventh grade. Oh. I was like, shut I the have fuck to, up. I shut the fuck Everyone up. Everyone was. Asshole. I have to rewatch that episode because Margaret had some really good one-liners in that one. Oh, she was like pretending to cry. I can't even, oh my God. Cause then they all had to like impersonate each other. And then Margaret gets Siggy. Then Siggy starts to cry. It's like, bitch, you made this activity. You made this group activity. She made that stupid game. And then of (laughs) course she takes, uh, she takes it so personal. I'm so glad she is gone. And do you remember, like, when she freaked out about that cake and like embarrassed Melissa in front of all her friends at that party? She's laying on the floor like she's being fucking crucified. Like, what the fuck are you doing? She was just upset because I I don't think um, production paid for that cake. I think it came out of her pocket. So she's so fucking cheap. I think she was just upset because she she paid money for that. She's like, I waited online for forty five fucking minutes. Yeah, right. I mean, wait, that actually reminds me of from The Sopranos when Christopher Moltisanti had to wait at the bakery and, like, <laughs> waited to, like, waited for 25 minutes, comes back, his number is still not ready. He goes behind the counter and shoots the guy. Shoots the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he also played a role, the, the, that actor played a role in um, Goodfellas. Oh. He was shot in the foot himself when he was, like, a kid. Um, Weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I think uh, David Chase put that in the Sopranos episode on purpose, but it was really funny. Clever. That's you. You probably watch like bonus deleted scenes. Oh <laughs> Director's I, cut. I could, I could write a book on uh, the symbolism in <laughs> every, well, every single episode. I've been rewatching Mad Men, and uh, Father and Father in Tintola made a a little cameo in Mad Men too. I saw mm-hmm. his face. I was like who's that face? I'm like, who is that? I was like, father in Dintola. Good, good. Good, Megan. Look at me. You're becoming a little IMDb. I know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to totally different topics. The Real Housewives of DC came back two weeks ago and I'm thrilled. I'm loving the addition of Tiffany Moon. She is really funny, real smart, real rich, all the things I like in a housewife. <laughs> but it seems like her and Carrie Brittingham are fighting. I believe this is Carrie's second or I think this third? is third? Second or third? Second, second, second season. Because last season was her first, and that's when like her and Leanne okay. were beefing oh, with yeah. each other. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I might think a lot of things about Carrie, but like <laughs> how a person could get to Leanne's level just like oh man is yeah. insane to me. So again another discussing I, I, I off the channel. Carrie. I, I thought, you know, she did, she did really, she really held her own in her first season with those women. She I mean, Leanne is absolutely terrifying. And <laughs> Carrie was also like, fuck you. Like, you're a bully. Like, you're so negative. You sit at every meal. They're like, can you pass the, um, the margarita pitcher? And she's like, mm, well, maybe after I tell you about my molestation. It's like, what? Oh, what? I, you know, 
another story about her childhood. I just I just want to go down there wherever they're filming and just beat the shit out of her. <laughs> it's like, okay, let me give you something new to talk about, lady. <laughs> yeah. It's just all bad. And like, of course, people have trauma that they deal with and it takes a really long time to properly deal with trauma and process it. Understandable. Absolutely. But time and place and yes. when you're constantly the victim, and oh. then you hear poor Stephanie say like, oh, I, I, I tried to kill myself all these times, and I suffer from like severe anxiety and depression, and I have my yeah, own issues. Yeah, that was unbelievable. And, you know, that's really strong to come out there and say it. So with strong. Also, so not, mm-hmm. not looking for anything from the other women other than just to explain her story. Exactly. As Leanne would use her story as ammunition to make someone feel bad about their past actions yes. towards her. It's like... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. That's not how friendship works. Plus, it's like, how many times can you tell that same story to the same people? That's true. (laughs) I'm talking about us, not even the cast. Yeah. The audience. And then imagine how many times she must have talked about those things when she wasn't even being filmed. I can... Yeah, totally I, uh, I I don't know how that guy married her or yeah, you know what? I don't even follow her story anymore. Yeah, I don't really follow her either. I mean, they it was his fourth marriage, so potentially he's not really good at them. And <laughs> <laughs> just spitballing on that one. And then they were you together. Sure pick them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were together for like nine years before getting married. So there must be something there. That usually ends it, though. I mean, just from people I know, close friends, I'm not going to mention any names, but friends that I've had who've lived together and been together for a decade and then decide to get married, they're a divorce within the year. So I don't understand what the point of that is. Like, yeah. I, I mean, again, nothing in the like you're but not I know some couples. Kids. Why get married? It just seems like. Yeah, but she had to be the princess and she had to have all these little parties and gifts and oh true it was a storyline for her which is frustrating that sometimes housewives need to then feel like they need to fabricate things in their own lives just to have an interesting plot about them which never ends up being interesting because it's a job (laughs) go to work work as a cashier at trader joe's it's an honorable job i would love to hear leanne coming home from a shift at trader joe's and shit talking everything she saw that's television I mean, you have way too much time on your hands. I, you know, the <laughs> shit she talks about. Oh, anyway, let's stop talking about her. Anyways, I know. <laughs> My blood started to boil, and I'm, I'm drinking tonight. I haven't drank on a show in so long. I'm drinking a skinny girl margarita, which just is kind of I like a, a poor girl margarita because I didn't have any Cointreau or triple sec. So it's just like <laughs> tequila, a shit ton of lime, Ooh, a splash of water. Margarita. Oh, I have really all good. those ingredients. And then I just like crunch up some like sea salt and throw that in there too. Give it yeah. a little shake. Um, 
gets Maybe the job done. Well. I was doing dry January and then I realized mm, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'll have a margarita after we. <laughs> I know. I'm like, once that bread, banana bread is up, maybe I might be mm, due mm, for mm, a mm. second. That sounds so good. <laughs> Anyways, let's speed through this shit because the two of us could talk about banana bread and tequila for the next eight years. <laughs> so, Real Housewives of Dallas just came back, as I was saying. Carrie Brittingham seems to be having some beef with Tiffany Moon, which is not surprising because Carrie has nothing going on up top and Tiffany has a <laughs> lot going on up top. And yeah. Carrie, like we saw last year, like her whole thing was like, my husband, if he leaves me, I'll have literally nothing and be I homeless. Know. It's like, oh, isn't she making like bracelets? Isn't that what they do? They yes. make jewelry. Yes. You go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's Craft Store. Yes. You get some and then, twine. Then you, you hire a bunch of people for no money to make it for you. Correct. Correct. So I guess they were beefing about something. Carrie then calls Tiffany a snake and Tiffany is like, fuck you. And then Carrie ends up reaching out to her saying, she says, this would be look great on you and sends her a link to this diamond snake necklace from, I guess, Carrie's <laughs> jewelry line. This absolutely hideous snake necklace cost $1,400. No. $1,400. Oh my God. And then Tiffany, who's a bad bitch, responds saying, Thank you for your suggestion, but um, uh, not really my style. In honor of my favorite Serpentine ROHD member, though, I've donated the cost of that to the SPCA, so hopefully some animal animals can benefit. Have a great rest of your... Oh, my God. Geez. I love it. Have a great rest of your day. Hashtag, wouldn't be caught dead with that on. <laughs> you know what? I, I am going to absolutely love this woman. You really need somebody with brains in that group. You know I always talk about Cameron all the time. You hate Cameron. It's not that I hate her. I Her stupidity, it, it, it boggles my mind. I almost believe, can it be real? I think it is. I think, like, she's just been, like, really rich and sheltered her whole life. Like, in the premiere episode, they gave a solid like six minutes of screen time to her right. husband and a dog trainer trying to like talk to her about a dog. Oh, they were like, you can't put your dog in the purse all the time. The dog needs to walk. You're, the fact that your dog needs to go on a treadmill every day like, <laughs> is a problem. And you see the dog piss on the treadmill? It was hilarious. I, I, I did. And you know, it, I have the same breed of dog. Oh yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I just started laughing my ass off with, when she had to have that big, you know, sign of instruction telling her, like, what not to do and what to do with this dog. And I look at my dog and I'm like, this woman really feels <laughs> I will she say, your dog, LaRue, she's gorgeous. She's not the, she's thick. She's a thick, <laughs> <laughs> she's a thick, she's not walking on treadmills. <laughs> she's no, well fed. Well, she's she's twelve now, and um, you know, it, we're, we're calling it the Lizzo look. And <laughs> I hope she her. didn't hear me say that about her. <laughs> no, actually, she's at Aunt Dana's house tonight because I knew she would want to be a part of this podcast tonight. That's true. And uh, <laughs> I, I need a, a Larue break. <laughs> but I'm really into Tiffany. That's an amazing yeah, clapback. Yeah. Clapback on a $1,400 charity donation. Yeah. Carrie must be like, I don't even have that in my checking account. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. I, well, you know, this, this this Tiffany woman has done pretty amazing things, and we learned all of that about her in, like, one episode, which yeah. is great. So um, 
it's going to be interesting to see how she bonds with the other women. I'm I'm going to love all her eye rolls every time Cameron says something stupid. You know I'm going to be looking for those. Uh, I think her and Brandy will uh, get along. Stephanie gets along with everybody. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think she's going to be a lot of fun, though. Yeah, I think she's going to be fun. But I do think they're also teasing... Deandra and her having some beef because Mama D loves Tiffany so much and it seems to be like pinning them against each other as if they're sisters which Stephanie I mean which De- Mama D did that with Leanne oh, and Deandra in the past I but know. it was different because Leanne was like white trash and you know like was really not ever going to like beat Deandra and anything because of like her name the Simmons name like regardless exactly. it would have never yeah. the, the, surpassed the, the, there was Deandra. not one thing she could say you know to overshadow her but you know Tiffany's got her own experiences and wealth and her closet was a bit much I'm not gonna say I wasn't jealous yeah but <laughs> I was thinking about you actually when I saw that episode I said oh my god my niece <laughs> is going to it I mean that <laughs> house it oh. is really sterile like it was one of those homes where it's like uh-huh. do you have a family photo what do you put on so much wall space I could never ever want a home and then my favorite thing is she's like we have a five bedroom home and this is our daughter's room they sleep in the same room I'm like what <laughs> so many rooms and you put your little girls in twin size beds in the same room well, they're probably not allowed to make a mess i mean OCD much. you know when you look at that house it's as sterile as a doctor's office so <laughs> it tracks I, you know it doesn't surprise me that she would herd the children into one small area <laughs> yeah. to keep it as nice and neat as possible so i saw somebody on instagram claiming that stephanie's husband travis actually was a part owner of the production company that produces the real house of Dallas, which not true. Stephanie ended up shutting it down saying, hate to break it to you, but unfortunately he doesn't own any part of any production company. Could you imagine if he did, it would actually be called the real Travis Holmans of Dallas. (laughs) 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 I liked. (laughs) Yeah. I I like Travis. He's funny and you know, he's got a good sense of humor. He laughs at himself and uh, he'll do anything for her, which I love. Anyways, moving on to the Real Houses of New York updates. Real Housewives of New York has unfortunately halted filming again because of coronavirus. Back in October, a crew member tested positive for corona. Supposedly, this shutdown is because of a cast member who had it. The ladies were gearing up for a trip to upstate New York. How glamorous! But that has now been... (laughs) It's got to be Ramona. I mean, Ramona wouldn't wear a mask. Ramona doesn't believe in COVID. Yeah. Ramona's like... People who usually get it. Ramona's the person on the plane who's forcing the entire plane to get back to the yeah exactly <laughs> the terminal and everybody has a D board because she refuses to put on a fucking mask. Yeah, she she is so that person and she's I I can't imagine <laughs> that um, she would even wear a mask or go by any type of rules or abide by what you know the production people were telling her she had to do. I. I I could just see it now. So Yeah, I don't I don't think she respects rules. And she's probably one of the people who like doesn't even think corona exists. Like even though she like tested positive for the antibodies, I could still see her, you know, uh, among her girlfriends at a dinner talking about how this is a hoax that the the left oh, decided exactly. to to bring into the world. Science it- means nothing. <laughs> well, not not in her uh, in, not in her brain. 
Um, we're, we're not going to have Dorinda this, this season, right? Yeah, no Dorinda. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really going to miss her. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to miss the Berserkers. <laughs> I know. That's like the hard part about losing her because now they're like going to an Airbnb in upstate New York. They're like, let's try to see if we can find a weird haunted big oh. location where we could shoot where you need the quirks of the berserkshire mansion like the fish room yeah i mean like you need that it's not a roni unless they're fighting about who gets the best room that's very true which they care about so (laughs) it's the best room unless it's good enough for sonia and ramona to stay together because they always need to be in the same room when they're on like trips where they could fuck people that, is that, well, that's how they justify also. We need the biggest room. Because we're two of us. Because, you know, we're sharing. We're sharing. <laughs> They're martyrs. But, well, they, you know, they, they are a blast together. So as long yeah, as they're yeah. sharing a room, I'm watching. I mean, I loved where when they were in, I can't remember if that was Mexico or, or some, oh, no, actually, no, they were down in Miami. And Sonia was just wasted before dinner. And oh, she, I mean, which, again, if, yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> I've been there, whatever. But she, <laughs> oh yeah, that... and then she was like, "Are the are the medics hot?" <laughs> you could have a concussion. But I loved that scene where they were like, "Um, this lady's gonna come in, like do everybody's hair," and Sonia just removes her entire robe and is naked in front of the lady. She's like, "Do my hair." <laughs> It's a fucking Roman. So Rita. I mean, she she really is hysterical. I love her. I just love her. And I, I you know what? She looks amazing. Oh yeah. Well she's she got that worked on her face. But also what I love about Sonia is that she's out and proud. She's like, this is yeah. the doctor. And if yeah. I post this, I probably get a discount. Like exactly. this is amazing. The exactly. best of all of the worlds. She looks beautiful. Yeah. She's not trying to lie, but you know, her body is sensational. Even when she put on a few pounds, she still looked absolutely amazing. Well, I loved that one season where she was like, I'm vegan. And then would <laughs> eat like sushi. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm vegan right now. And it's like, well, all right, say, say whatever you want. I'm right? vegan for the next hour until <laughs> they bring out the ribeye. That's what I would do at dinner when I was growing up. If my mom like had hot dogs or something, I'm like, um, did you not get the memo? I'm a vegetarian. She's like, then I'd be like, hey Meg, do you want to go to Uncle Jack's? (laughs) Oh yes. I would. I would love a filet mignon with bernese sauce, a mountain of mashed potatoes, and a nice bottle of Pinot. Well, you still like that same meal, so. Honestly, the, like, I'm so basic. It's like meat and potatoes. I'm a good Irish girl. It's all yes, I want. <laughs> good meat and good potatoes. Oh, so good. I'm eating leftover Indian food tonight, so. I had a slice. Of course. Oh. <laughs> I'm such a loser. <laughs> yeah, I, like, went grocery shopping this morning. We went to Whole Foods yesterday to get all this, like, fish and stuff to put in the freezer. And then last night, we both were like, should we just order food? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> 
So obviously Bethany's not on the Real Housewives anymore, but she went on the Tamron Hall show to talk about whatever she talks about. I don't even listen to the interview because I don't care. But she, <laughs> <laughs> who fucking cares? Unless you're telling me deep, dark secrets about your old co-host. I, I, didn't, so, I didn't see the episode. And I like Tamron Hall. I, I, I me to, too. Yeah. After I watched her with Saucy, where she basically was like, what the uh, fuck are you saying? I did watch that episode. Yes. I think you told me to watch it. She just I, basically I, said you're the dumbest white girl ever and you deserve yeah. to be canceled in yeah. the nicest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to training um i'm going to diversity classes once a week i get trained on how to not be racist my favorite was when they said when she said i'm taking weekly quizzes it's like what is on that quiz (laughs) i need to see the proof (laughs) I, i know oh my god don't you learn about these things as a child she grew up in louisiana like, oh, I know, I know. It's not like she was in Lily White. I mean, she went to like fancy private schools there, and so, I, I can't see. Her. I've been to Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you meet a lot of people, and that's one of the greatest things about uh, New Orleans is its diversity. But She's anyway, um, besides the point. So Bethany was on Tamron Hall show, and she was talking about her time on The Real Housewives, and said on her in her first season of The Real Housewives. She signed a contract for $7,250 for the entire season, which I was kind of shocked because New York wasn't the first franchise. And so true. $7,000. That's what she said. I mean, $7,000 sounds like nothing, but what the show that propelled her to have. Bar bill. (laughs) You know, like one night of her and Luann out on the town, that's $7,000. Honestly, we've been to the Regency and the two of us could easily tear through a seven thousand dollar check. Yeah. Like if we um, if we if you give us five hours, like, there are martinis there. I think I went with my friends once. We each got like two drinks, and the bill was like one hundred ninety seven dollars. I'm like, cool, so worth it. <laughs> I know the Regency is no more. Oh, I, mean, I know it'll come back anyway uh i digress i don't want to talk about the pandemic anymore i know it's too depressing to talk about have you seen speaking of bethany have you seen Bryn? she looks like a you know like she's so grown up she's so cute i know so Bryn actually made her first television debut on the tamron hall show she obviously has never been on the real housewives of new york because jason wouldn't let her understandably so and she came on to the tamron hall show and is the spinning image of bethany now she grew up looking like a little Jason, but now I'm seeing yeah, Bethany's yeah, yeah. smile and her exactly. eyes. She has his coloring with the light hair. Yes. Um, but Bethany's mother was a blonde, I believe. Yeah, oof, that mom. They, oh. Yeah, that mom is so scary. But I, I kind of <laughs> remember Bethany's mom having the same exact face, body, everything, except they had two different color hair. I think you're right. I, yeah, I she was like remember. a blonde you know, obviously older version uh, of Bethany. So Bryn being blonde makes sense. But I know she looks like such a big girl and it's weird. I'll post a picture on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account and she's drinking a bright purple drink from Starbucks, which is quite questionable. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is in that thing. I'm sure my sister knows. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't yeah. drink coffee, so she's always drinking some She's coffee. always drinking one of their funky teas. Exactly. <laughs> well, Jill Zarin, also an ex-Real Housewives of New York person, has started a new venture. She is making candles. What can't oh, Jill do? God. 
<laughs> That's all we need. We need more candle makers out there. I was just saying that the other day. You know what? I used to be a candle indulger. I would spend an enormous amount of money on nice candles because I thought, you know, it would bring me peace and comfort in my home. And now I exclusively buy my candles at Marshalls or Target because they're so fucking overpriced. And sometimes you get a candle and no smell actually comes out of the candle. Or you're like, what the fuck is this? This is $21? Yes. Fuck this. No more than ten dollars on candles, people. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you, you could buy candles at Marshalls for two ninety nine, three ninety nine. You could open them up. You could smell them. You can light them. Um, you, <laughs> you could, could actually probably this. steal them. <laughs> it's Marshalls. I mean, while you're on that long line, just throw <laughs> it in your pocket, folks. Um, no, don't do that. Um, do that. Whatever. I know. I'm like, uh, mm, I won't tell. <laughs> If I ever see a Jill Zarin candle in a store, I'm stealing it. <laughs> yeah, same. So she has three different kinds. One is called Real Housewives in Training. One is called Future Reality Star, which in Jill's case should be Future X Reality Star. And then the and third. Even the star is questionable. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, the star is very questionable. There's nothing like when Jill walked into that house in like St. Thomas or something and she's like, hello, I'm here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? And Alex McCord looked like she saw a ghost. She's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Alex McCord looks like a ghost herself. The ghost with a really <laughs> red chest at all times. Like, that girl had no oh. poker face and no poker yeah. chest. She needed to just wear oh a turtleneck at all times. I, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but uh yeah jill candle no no, no we don't no, need no, it no 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 and i'm sorry the last one is called if you can blow me you're too close Ugh. Ugh. is that supposed to be cheeky is that supposed to be funny i don't know i yeah i'm out 35 dollars, you guys put it towards the spca like tiffany moon <laughs> that's I'm definitely what... stealing i'm gonna steal the blow me one just cross her name out with a sharpie on it. <laughs> Fuck Jill. Fuck Allie. I don't want that. <laughs> really? And then, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. She had a dog that like would like lick the inside of her nose, which I didn't like. A ginger, ginger oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she had. She has like a new little palm, which I definitely think you like. So, yes. I know I like my palms. I do know you like your palms. Well, finishing the show on one little note, LVP went on to the Skinny Confidential podcast and was talking with Michael and Lauren all about what's going on in her life and obviously how like all the restaurants are closed. And she says she has a new show she quote unquote can talk about, which I think is Vanderpump Dogs. Um, do you think? Or maybe it's her place in Vegas. That's what I'm thinking too, because I believe her place in Vegas is currently open where it the place is- in LA isn't. Yes. I think her place in Vegas is open because Vegas never closes. True. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And remember in uh, Vanderpump Rules when they had a little crossover? You know, that girl yeah. who looked like oh. Sheena worked in the Vegas <laughs> Mini Sheena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was terrifying. Yeah, she was, she was super terrifying. And, you know, and that says a lot because Sheena is the most terrifying person. Yeah, that girl was crazy when she was, like, trying to get up in the drama and stuff. She's like, what the fuck are you doing in my face? Please, yeah, exactly. get the fuck. I'm the star of this show. Not yeah, more, get the but... fuck out of here, Minnie Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> 
So she also teased that they are starting a, they are, that they are opening a new restaurant in Vegas as well. So, you know, they're, they're quick on their toes. Kind yeah, of they, they really are. They're like, you know, if Los Angeles isn't opening anytime soon. Let's get another place in Vegas. Let's get some money. Let's get Nicolene uh, to do some uh, questionable design work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love the design of all her restaurants. I mean, you know, the ones we've been to, uh, but I, I'd love to. Have you been to TomTom? Tom? No. Oh my god. I haven't been in LA since we went. Oh my god. Yeah, I haven't been in LA in a long time. We I got met Tom Sandoval. Sandoval. Yeah, that was a good night. We saw Tom Sandoval. We saw Guillermo. And I think that was the only two that we saw when we were at Sur. Yeah, I think you saw somebody else. You saw James. Oh yeah. Well then I went back and I saw James get an amazing selfie. And then yeah. that night, I actually saw Lisa and Ken. She walked past me at TomTom, Tom, and she was holding Puffy or Harrison, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Puffy. <laughs> Puffy. Puffy. <laughs> and she was holding Puffy, and, like, I was at the booth with my friend Meredith, and our friend Clara was, like, at the bar, and, like, Lisa Vanderpump walks past us. And it's, like, you can – it's, like, a ray of light just follows yes. her. I There's, like, that. a spotlight, like, a person yes. with a, at the lighting booth up She's the top. She's the queen. She's the queen. She's the queen. I'm sorry. And I, like, screamed to my friend Clara. I was, like, I saw Lisa. <laughs> As if, like, she's not three inches away from me. I know. <laughs> like, I would love – I'd love to see her in person. And James was there. And who else was there? I think oh, Jeremy and Pandora – not Jer- – yeah, no, no, his name's not Jeremy. What's his fucking name? Um, Which oh, one? Oh, Max. Oh, oh, oh God. He feels so bad for that one. It's like their family portraits just like accidentally forget him. Like, yeah. Like the artist just, the artist <laughs> is painting all four of them. Yeah. And then it just like the, Max just, do- oh, my dad, everybody, perfect timing. Um, she just, he just immediately forgets about Max. I know, I know. He's like the invisible man. The yeah. invisible boy. <laughs> Sorry, Max. <laughs> well, on that note, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Kathy, thank you so much for coming of on. Of course, anytime. We have this to talk is... about Southern Charm next time. Yeah, Southern Charm and Below Deck. I know you're caught up on both. I'm not caught up on Southern Charm, but I just <sighs> finished Below She's Deck. So and, oh good. my God. The fucking... Watch it with your banana bread. <laughs> the chef on Below Deck is. Oh my God. Bonkers. Oh my God. Oh my God. Her Please. on the microphone at that beach bar just oh screaming. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love her so much. She's a tragic <laughs> figure. I love it. All right, Kath. Well, this is great. Thanks right, so much Kat, for coming on. And, and uh, talk soon. Talk soon. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot, juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.